You're listening to Fit Girl Talk Radio with your host, Sarah Thomas. Sarah has been a nationally certified personal trainer since 2010, specializing in women's fitness, has a bachelor's degree in nutrition and exercise physiology, and is an IPE bikini pro bodybuilder, all while being a wife, a mom, business owner, and frequent traveler. In each episode, Sarah and her guests will discuss all things related to self-growth, health, wellness, fitness, and nutrition. So grab a coffee, get comfy, and join Join them for some Fit Girl Talk. Hey guys, I'm your host, Sarah Thomas, and I'm so excited you tuned into Fit Girl Talk Radio. Today we have on Tony Marinucci, and I know I butchered that. No, you that. did it good. You did good. Okay, good. <laughs> Trust me, I've heard a lot. That was right, but even if it was wrong, it would have been closer than what I've heard in the past, so I appreciate it. <laughs> I literally practiced with her like three times before we pressed record, so, <laughs> um, so anyways, um, we have on Tony, and Tony is a registered dietitian, and um, she, first of all, let me say, go follow her Instagram. It's at tips underscore with underscore Tony, T-O-N-I, um, and her page is so good. She has her own podcast um, that you should definitely listen to. It's got a ton, ton of good um, health, nutrition, all kinds of different nutrition topics. Um, I, I can't even touch on what they are because they're so wide ranged in nutrition and it's really awesome. So I would definitely subscribe to that um, as well. Um, but Tony has on a, I mean, she's got a really, really good topic today that we're going to talk about. Before we dive into that, I'm going to have <laughs> her introduce herself and tell us more about her. So Tony, welcome and tell us who you are. Sure. Thank you so much. First of all, thank you so much for having me. It's really a pleasure to be here. Um, I love the opportunity to kind of get on other people's platforms and share my story. And it's just a really great way to connect with other people. So thank you for having me. Yes. Um, so like Sarah said, I am a registered dietitian. Um, but like many of you, I grew up just like, well, if you're, I think when mostly women <laughs> listen to this, I grew up like, you know, a regular girl, um, in Long Island, New York. And um, at that time, I grew up overweight and I was made fun of for my weight by friends and family. Um, and it was something that for a while, I always thought myself as like a really happy kid. And I didn't think that weight was an issue. But when someone keeps repeatedly telling you that, oh, you're pretty, but you're overweight, or you'll never get a boyfriend because you're overweight, or, you know, just you constantly are getting kind of teased somehow everything that you do just doesn't feel as good. Like it just feels like it's like, this would feel really good if I just lost 10 pounds. Like, you know, even though I was great at sports and in school and all that stuff, it just never, it was always like in the back of my head, but like what, how much better would this feel if I was, if I was seen for, you know, being lighter. Um, so that's kind of the story that I had in my head. And, um, I at one point decided to do something about it. So I was a teenager and like many teenagers um, who try to lose weight, you don't always do it in the most productive or healthy way. So it was starving myself, not eating all day long. And I, and I say starving myself in the sense of like, I, I really couldn't even do it that long. Like I would eat an orange for most of the day, but then, you know, everyone knows like when you undereat, it usually leads to overeating. Um, and then I would then exercise excessively. And it was just this very, very vicious cycle. Um, so I pretty much, I caught on pretty early on that restriction wasn't the answer. It was actually part of the problem. And so therefore I started to thinking like there has to be another way. Cause even, even if there, even if 
um, there wasn't another way. I just knew I wasn't happy. Cause even you think about the days when you don't eat enough or you're like constantly beating yourself up about what you look like or the food that you ate and feeling guilty about it. It's just, it's not pleasant. So even if this way did work and I lost 20 or 30 pounds, I was miserable. So I just, I didn't want that to be the answer. So I went and I looked for other reasons or other ways. And I ended up going to school to become a registered dietitian because I wanted to educate myself. Um, and through that process, I learned a lot, applied a lot. Um, all that, all, all to say that of everything I've done and I've done a lot and I don't, it's not always perfect. And I think even today, like I'm about to be 30 years old. I've been a dietitian for seven years. Like, um, I'm constantly like, I practice what I preach. Like I'm always kind of adapting and changing and all that stuff. Even today, I'm still kind of learning. Um, all that to say one, one thing that I did recognize that happened to be the, the most beneficial for me was just making little swaps. So rather than making these drastic changes of like being rigid and following a specific meal plan or, you know, only working out on this days and doing this much. And it was just, everything was just so structured and rigid that there was no room for error. Um, I realized that the better thing for me to do was just to kind of take a look at my food and just like slowly start to add more vegetables, start to drink more water and really focus on habits. So that's what I help people do today. I really help people to help them. I meet them where they're at rather than looking outward. I have them look inward, have them pay attention to how their body feels, you know, what foods fit best for them, because you could argue a million, you know, different ways of why an apple is healthy or why it's not. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. What matters is how does it affect you and your body? Um, and so therefore that's kind of what I kind of the place that I got to, I recognize in my own journey. And that's what I help other people do. I don't give per, I don't, um, give like specific meal plans or anything like that. I really just work with my clients one-on-one -on -one and we have them sift through and just make small modifications and that builds over time. Um, and then they somehow start to look at food as no longer as like this negative thing that I used to look at food as, as like punishment, but they really start to look at it as fuel and they're able to decipher the difference between physical hunger and psychological hunger and eating for pleasure versus eating for fuel and knowing that that's okay. It's just a matter of how often we engage in that behavior. So that's, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> and I love all of that. And I couldn't agree with it more. Um, and I love the, the baby steps. And I think that's super important. Um, you can't, it's not wise to dive headfirst into a new program, fitness, nutrition, all of it, um, and expect everything to change one day just because you're ready to change. I mean, mm -hmm. it's take time, it takes baby steps and you have to be willing to make small changes consistently and keep moving forward from there. Um, and I love that you work with people to do that and you, you hand, hold their hand and walk them through it um, because it is, it's hard and it's scary mm -hmm. and um, you need somebody to listen and to understand. And it sounds like you do all of that so well. So I think that's really amazing. With that being said, the reason why Tony is on today is even cooler than all of that. Um, I'm going to let her talk about this more, but Tony has done um, a TED talk on this. She's writing a book on this. Um, and it's, it's so fascinating to me. Um, she's talking about the correlation um, and similarities between dieting and dating. And that's all I'm going to say on it because I don't even know any more than that. So I'm going to let <laughs> you dive into that for us. Sure, sure. So like I said, very early on, um, I was made fun of for my weight. At the same time, I was told that because of my weight, I would never find a boyfriend. And therefore, I, I, had, a, I had associated my weight with my worth, and I carried that with me. So for this really long time, I was like, if I just lose 20 pounds, like all of a sudden guys will like me. And that's what I believed. 
And so for most of my life being overweight, I never got attention from boys. I never got attention attention from anyone in a romantic way or anything like that until I was 18 years old and I went off to college um, and I started to, you know, that's when I started taking care of myself in a more healthy way and really feeling kind of the benefits to it. And I, I wouldn't even say I even lost that much weight. I was just more confident, which is the ironic part, right? And so um, I was confident and I was feeling better. Anyways, all that to say, my um, the first guy that gave me attention and is my boyfriend. So it was like, oh, attention, boy, relationship, here we go. Like, you know, because I didn't know, experience that before and I didn't want to like, I wanted that so badly. Um, so that that's one thing that I realized is that we're so kind of quick to jump into things. And so we don't really explore. We don't realize like, what is it that I want? We kind of just go head first into it. And so I share this in the story, in my TED talk and in the book, but, um, and I, I say like the relationship was great, but it took me about three years to realize that it just wasn't a good fit for me. So it was like, it was good. But then just because something is working doesn't mean it works. Like there's a point where you're just realized like, okay, like I realized like, oh, I don't, you know, I realized love, like I did fall in love with him. Like I realized that I can, I can be loved and it's not because of my weight. Like I learned a lot of lessons there, but I didn't have to stay in it. And for so long, we, we kind of jump. We have like two sides to us, especially when, when it comes to like dieting. So dieting and, and relationships. We tend to just jump head first and go all in without ever questioning if it's good for us. Um, and then there's some of us who jump from like diet to diet or relationship to relationship. And as it starts to get hard or they realize it's that for them, they're just like, oh, screw it. And they just move on. And then there's these other people where I fall into that category is like, I'm, I overcommit so much that I think quitting is failing. And now I'm in something that is just no longer suiting me. And I never really question it. I'm like, it's okay to leave. Like it's okay to stop. So the way I make that correlation is I'll also share is that, um, I also became a vegetarian in college and a lot of people will do that when they're trying to get healthier and, and then listen there's nothing as a, as a dietitian i teach individualized care there's healthy vegans there's healthy vegetarians there's healthy straight meat eaters like there's many ways to be healthy i just want you to find yours um i was a vegetarian for five years a vegan for one of them and throughout that experience in the beginning it was really great i was eating more vegetables obviously um i was just i had more energy but the majority of those five years, I was so bloated and hungry all of the time. And I thought I was just hungry all the time because I was like exercising all the time. But it was like, maybe if I was eating a little bit more balanced and I had appropriately like substituted my protein, you know, maybe it would have been better. I also found out later that I actually had a gluten sensitivity. Um, so I had to remove gluten from the diet. So now I was a gluten-free vegan vegetarian. Oh my God. Like it was so restrictive. And then I was like having flashbacks to my childhood of like not, you not having variety, barely eating anything. And like, clearly this wasn't for me. So all that to say, I recognize that. And I slowly started adding meat back in and now I eat it, um, pretty regularly, very balanced. But I, I, my lesson was that you don't need to be a vegetarian to be healthy, but the vegetables do need to be the star of the dish. That's really, really important. So that was a lesson that I learned there. Um, and so all that to say that with relationships and with dieting, when it came to nutrition and dieting and eating better and all that, you know, 
I, I learned more, like as I went, I was a little bit more, you know, obviously I'm a dietitian. It's my responsibility. I got it. I can't say the same with relationships though. I make a, I say a joke in my Ted talk, but, um, I dated five versions of the same guy just with a different name and a different face. And like, that is like exactly what people do with dieting. Like I used to get frustrated before clients start working with me. I'm usually their last resort. Like they've tried everything. They've done Weight Watchers. They've done, um, Atkins. They've done something their friend was doing. Like they've done their own thing. They've done it all, you know? Um, and you know, you would think that they, they seem different, but really it's all the same. Like all of those diets are all about restricting, eliminating whole food groups. There's a pattern there. And I would get frustrated not being able to see like, why couldn't they see this pattern? But then I realized I was doing the same thing with relationships. It's almost like you're romanticizing a diet um, and yeah. you, you get fixated on it. Like, oh, this, this is going to be it for me. Like mm-hmm. keto. the one who's going to be the one. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is the one. And I'm going to mm-hmm. do this and I'm going to do it all in. And as soon as, like you said, as soon as you start to lose a passion for it or your love for it, or it doesn't work, you don't want to quit because you're like, well, I don't want to fail. You know, this right. is this was my plan and I don't want to fail at this. So right. going. And then like you said, you just move on to the next one. That's similar. Um, right. Yeah. And you forget that that's, that's the thing we have to pause and reflect. So that's my whole, that's my whole purpose of what I work with my clients on, what the book is about, what I talk about in the Ted talk is you have to ask yourself questions we have to allow that time to pause, reflect, to be introspective. So it could be before you start a diet or get into a relationship, it's while you're currently in one, um, and then when one is over or you're in between them. You know, you need to ask those questions so you don't keep staying in that same cycle and just continuously staying in that kind of hamster wheel and never getting out of it. And now it's like 10 years later and you're just like, why am I still here? How come I can't lose? How come, how come for the past 10, 15 years, I've lost and gained the same 20 pounds, right? Or how, come, how am I not closer to finding someone that I can spend the rest of my life with, if that's the goal for you? Right. Um, you know, wh- like, why am I still here? Um, and I believe we're put on this earth to grow. And I, this, this, honestly, this concept can be applied anywhere. You know, if you want to, you know, get, change careers or start your own business or, you know, anything like that, we, we have to always check in with ourselves. We're only going to be as successful as we are, as, as well as we know ourselves. And so I think that utilizing this when it comes to, you know, we talk about it in career and just life, but we don't really talk about it with diet. Um, and maybe we do with relationships. I just totally missed the ball on that one. Like if it wasn't for therapy, I'd probably still be in a very unhealthy, not happy relationship. <laughs> like, I, no, I, I mean, I think you're right. I don't think people take the time to step back and say, what was it about that, that I didn't like, or that didn't work, um, both in diets and relationships. Um, mm-hmm. you know, what, what was healthy for me? What wasn't healthy for me? What will I seek in my next diet or relationship. I mean, you're right. People don't take the time to really step back and look at that. And as soon as the next shiny thing comes by, it's, it's exciting and you're ready to jump Mm -hmm. again. Um, and Mm -hmm. totally right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what, um, what are some good, I mean, I guess I just touched on a few, but how do you handle these questions with clients in specific? Um, yeah, so very often, so that was a, that was a really good point. So I'll, I'll jump on that one. So what you're saying is like, you could be in a relationship or in a diet and like, you know, feeling good or maybe things, you know, maybe you're at a plateau, maybe at a weight loss plateau. And really the only thing you got to do is just keep pushing and just be patient. Maybe that's really the answer, but now your friend is doing keto and you're like, 
but, and they, now they'll, they'll tell, like, they're, we're open and they know at this point, when you work with me for like a couple months, you start, and we have like group support and everything, you, you actually start to realize like, that's just not even an option anymore. Cause they've been there, done that. But in the beginning, I have to kind of remind them, I have to be like, okay, so let's play out the scenario. Or tell me a time, did have to, like, I'll say to, you know, and this is just fake names, but say, Dana, have you done keto before? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I did it last year, but maybe this time it'll be different. Well, how? And maybe it will, maybe because you're working with a dietitian and you're doing it more informed, but like, help me understand what makes you feel like this will be beneficial. And then it usually comes out of them. And then they come to their own conclusion that, oh yeah, I forgot. Like when I did that, you know, it, it was good at first, but at, po- at one point I was so tired. Like I was a hangry biatch. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry if I can't curse on this. Yeah, can. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, or like, and, um, I just remember like wanting to, you know, I don't know. I know that I don't always have to have ice cream when my kids have ice cream or like, you know, I just remember wanting to like be able to have pizza night. My kids, they like pizza every Friday and I want to be able to learn how to do that. And like, and I'm like, okay, so, so that, so, so going that route probably isn't going to help you get there. Um, but maybe we can explore maybe what's not working here and find ways to maybe get you to that place while also losing weight. And so that's where that conversation happens. But very often we like similar to what we were saying earlier, we both think and jump and go. So people usually fall literally, this is, this is like the all or nothing mindset, right? We, we think we jump, we go, we never question, or we think, 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 we never go. And so we have to be, we have to try to build, like go in the middle of that. It's like, think about it, do it a little bit, test it out. It's all life is life is a big experiment. Even if you're nutrition, at one point, like I said, vegetarian work for me. At this point, it just doesn't. Maybe it will again in the future. Um, but it's not really, that's another thing that I, people get so caught up in. Is like they feel like they have to label their diet. Like you don't have to label your diet as anything. It's, your na- it's who you are. Your diet is simply just the foods that you eat. So some of us eat tacos and some of us eat bread and some of us eat vegetables more so than others and others. Like it, like, it doesn't need to fall into a category. And I think that's what gets people so kind of caught up. So I love this about you. And I love that, um, you know, there's a, there's a wide range of registered dietitians available um, and different services that are offered. And I love that you do one-on-one services and um, nutrition coaching, but I love that you're also kind of a therapist in that you listen and ask all of these deep questions as to, you know, have you done this before? And why do you think it's going to work this time? Or why didn't it work last time? Um, I think that there's a lot of, registered dietitians that maybe don't ask all of those questions, not that they're bad, not that it's not a good thing, um, but that they kind of work on whole balanced eating and things like that. And they don't really take in consideration all everything from the past and what really was the root causes of working or not working and um, why you may or may not have seen success at the time and why it might not work now. I think that's really, really special that you do that. Um, And I don't think that's easy to come by. and a lot of it, I think, is because it takes time. It's time consuming. Um, and um, time is something, time is money, right? So a lot mm-hmm. of uh, registered dietitians and fitness people and things like that may not want to sit down to take the time to actually dig deep. But as you know, and as you've seen with your clients, the longer you sit back and look at things and the deeper you get into it, the more results you're going to see in the end and the more positive the outcome is going to be and for longevity and, you know. Yeah. And, all, and, and then you could argue it actually saves time. Like it's, I work with, so I have been, um, an, an online doing virtual nutrition coaching, 
um, with my own business full time for a little bit over a year. I was doing it as like a side hustle for a couple years before that, but full time um, on my own. And I'm, I, you know, I've been in a lot of, I've networked with a lot of different RDs and we help and support each other. Um, and I know a lot of or uh, people in the nutrition and fitness space who do like things like email coaching. And I think it can be applied for a specific population, but I work with a lot of emotional eaters who people who struggled with like disordered eating habits um, or have a history of binge eating disorder and they need a lot more support. And I, I, the, I find that what I've heard is that those, you know, my, my really good colleagues that they find like they're spending more time answering emails than, than if they were to just pick up the phone and like had a conversation, you can really get a lot further. And so, so, so that's where, um, I've thought about it because obviously email coaching versus like one-on-one -on -one coaching, there's a different value there. And like, you might get more clients, but I rather work with like a few that I know are really going to make a change and that, they just, they just need, I have a minimum six month commitment with my program because we're working mm -hmm. on habits. So six months sounds like a really long time, but if you think of six months compared to your lifetime and the years that you've spent in that same cycle, it's nothing. It's yeah. literally nothing. And so it's a, you know, it seems like a lot of time investment, but it actually saves you time in the long run, yeah. both for the client and for me as a, as the professional. So I love, um, I just love all of this. And uh, I don't want to, end it without anything else. Is there anything else that we left out about the dieting and dating relationship correlation um, while I have you on here? Obviously they can go listen to your TED talk probably, right? So it's coming out soon. They're in okay. the process of editing. I did it back in February. Um, they're in the process of editing it to put it onto the TED YouTube channel. Um, but from what I've heard, it takes a long time. <laughs> but I, they are up to the raw part, like the raw edit part. So hopefully like in a couple weeks or so, I, I hope. But I, I definitely, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll be notified because I'm going to, so, I cannot wait for it to come out. Like I might as well be shouting that from the rooftops. Um, I am so excited for that. Yes. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, I would just say the, cause there's, there's so honestly the re the way the book came about is the talk was always in my first head, always in, in my idea, the, the correlations between dieting, dating and relationships. And then as I was writing the talk, I realized like, oh my God, there's so many layers here. And yeah. so that's where the book is. So there's a lot, but I would just say maybe wait for the book to come out or just go through my content because I definitely have taken like parts of my book and just put it in like an IG caption. So you could um, definitely listen or, or um, read more about it there. So when is your book coming out? That I, I don't know because the TED talk happened, um, things were kind of, I had to shift my focus to that. Um, but I want to say by the end of 2020, that's my goal. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's my goal by the end of this year. So, well, Tony, wow, thank you. Um, thank you for all that information. That's so good. Like I said, please go follow her tips underscore with underscore Tony T O N I. Um, and subscribe to her podcast. It's also called called Tips with Tony. Um, yeah. and like I said, there's so much good information on her podcast. Short and sweet episodes. Some are longer than others, but I mean, ranging from like in depth emotional eating with guests involved and then also just some short and sweet things on like what is soy and what's the deal with soy and like stuff like that so if you have any nutrition questions it would be worth to, to go to our podcast and like tune into a few of those episodes for sure um yeah and um also tony is always available um if you have any questions dm her email her um 
set up a call with her complimentary, um, talk to her, this is what she does, this is what she loves, and she's here to help. So um, don't be afraid to reach out to her. Um, and Tony, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a pleasure. All right, guys, please make sure to subscribe to Fit Girl Talk Radio and give us a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a great day. Have a great week. And as always, just do the best you can out there. And I promise we'll talk again soon.